Hello, welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, please visit the YouTube channel or the website on www.halesowenapostolicchurch.org. Are we ready? Are we ready? Christians all over, all over the world, all those people that say that they are Christian and profess or think they are will one day meet their maker either on the second coming of Christ or at the very end at the white throne judgment. Now, look, let's be clear here. There is a day when the whole world will be judged by our Lord Jesus Christ, who will be sitting on that white throne to judge everything that everyone's done. Listen, Revelation 20, and I'm going to read from uh, verses 11 um, to 15. Verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Are you ready? Are we ready? Are we ready if the Lord comes back today, tomorrow, next week, whatever it is? Are we ready? Are we ready to go in the rapture? Or will we have to wait for the great white throne judgment? Amazing. The books were open, so there we are. But in heaven, you know, and, and all, all the dead have, have risen up now. And don't forget, if we if we if we're not in the rapture, we'll be there. So we don't want to go there, do we? We we want to go in the rapture, and so we, it's most important that we have our readiness now, ready just in case an accident comes, just in case he does come, or just in case we get killed. And don't you know? Please, I'm, it's, I'm not a doom doom monger at all, uh, you know. But it's you no. Know, we've got to make sure we're ready today. One book has got to be the person's life on this earth. Why? Because they were judged by for their works by the things written in the books. So, man. Can you imagine that? God's got, got every action that people have written in these books. And don't worry, if, if, we, if, we, if, we, if, if we do our works with the Lord, 
we won't be at this. So please don't worry. This is judging everyone. So no matter what you think, no matter what we say, this is the scripture. We know it's right. The books were opened and people will be judged for their works in this life. Another book, um, you know, and um, the books. So another book, and we know that the one book is going to be, and it's the books of the Bible. All those books in the Bible make up one book, the Bible. They shall be judged according to what is written. So isn't that amazing? So they'd be going to be judged as what was written in the Bible to see how they did against that also. So it does sound like gloom and doom, doesn't it, for that day. It's going to be horrendous. And then they all get sent into the lake of fire. But there is another book. There is another book, and it's called the Book of Life. We've seen that. And that will be all the people that Jesus took in his second coming. Remember that, you know, man has called it the rapture because people are just going to disappear. They get raptured from one place to another. And we know what the Bible says. It says that the dead, the dead in Christ shall rise first and, and, and we who are alive shall meet them in the clouds to meet our Lord Jesus. It's really exciting. But, you know, if, if all these things that's happening to us and we can see and we have this faith in our Lord and we do the things that he's asked us to do, we don't have to worry about that. We've got to then be concerned for the lost. But we have to make sure that we are ready. You know, remember that time when um, Jesus sent all of his uh, disciples out? I think it was when the 70 went out and he gave them um, of, his, of his spirit. And when he gave them of his spirit, I'll tell you what, let's just read, let's just read that, let's just read that script. It's Luke, um, oh, it's Luke 10, 20. It's okay. Uh, um, I, he gave them power to heal the sick and, you know, and over all demons and that, you know. And so he sent them out because it's like a training run. He sent them out and they all came back and they reported to him. They were excited. They were excited at what Jesus had given them, but they weren't excited over all the things. They were mainly excited that the demons, the demons, um, you know, obeyed what they commanded. So that was his. And what did Jesus say? He admonished them. He said, rejoice not. That's Luke 10, 20. Rejoice not that the spirits are subject to you. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven, the book of life. Isn't that amazing? You know, and when our name goes, when our name goes into that book, it is amazing. It is amazing. Why? Is you know, because all of our past, if we live this life that he's trying to teach us to live, that means we repent daily of our sins. We, we, we follow his in, 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 in the loving obedience to what God has done. So it, so it does matter to us how are we living right at this moment. You see, it matters greatly, enormously, amazingly enormously. What we do with our life now. Before we even 
came into the kingdom of God through, through salvation from, from being saved. We just did what we did. Sometimes we, well, most of the times, we never really thought about the consequences of our actions. We just did what we thought we were going to do, and we did it. You know, whether it was good or whether it was bad, we just did it. And, you know, because of our past life, all of us have suffered in one form of another for that way that we live. And so, you know, it, it, it's so important that, you know, whatever we've done, we don't know. You know, some, some of the sicknesses we have, that people say that it's hereditary. And, you know, and so um, I'm, I'm thankful to the Lord that our, our hereditary um, sicknesses, one was everyone's got a bad back. Uh, but, you know, th thankfully to God, you know, that it doesn't have to, it hasn't affected me over the years. We found a way of managing it. And I think people do that. God has given us this incredible ability to manage pain and, and hurt and, and sickness and everything else. It, it is amazing. You know, and people who have, have sicknesses and illnesses all the time, you know, I really do take my hat off to them, the way they, they get through their daily life and, and, and still and still love the Lord and, and, and try their best. It, you know, it, it is an amazing um, testimony to how people do that because it's pain. We have heartache in it. We have shame and embarrassment. We, you know, we get into debt. We, you know, divorce, violence, lust, adultery, fornication. It goes on and on and on. We've all been in something, somewhere, somehow, sometime in, in, in our life. And, and what's worse for some of us, our failures plague us. And some people, you know, whatever they say to me, you know, oh, well, I'm okay with God. I'll, I'll never say that. I'm only going to know I'm okay with God when I meet my Jesus Christ in the air. I'm working. I'm working at it. I'm working to improve every single day. And, you know, and that's it. It is work. It is hard sometimes, and, you know, to, to put God's ways instead of our own. But, you know, when our failures plague us, we've got to be so careful we stop going back. It puts shadows on our thinking. It clogs up our, our spiritual filter, and so we, we then do the wrong things, you know. We let in all the negatives that the world will throw at us. The fiery darts of the devil get through, and, you know, our protection because we've lost it. It is the battle of that mind. It is about our faith. Yet, we who were born again, we should be living this repenting, repenting life daily, mortifying the deeds of the flesh. You know that word mortifying, we know it's death. The, you know, that, I think it's the Latin M-O-R-T, mort means just dead. You know, we ought to be taking away these deeds of the flesh, you know, one at a time, all at once, however you want to do it. But when we start putting our flesh in front of God, then we know that we're, we're already um, on the wrong path because the Lord tells us that those in their flesh cannot please God. So 
our flesh drives us away. You know that there's a battle between our flesh and spirit. We've done it so many times that you know that the, the, the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit lusteth to envy against the flesh. You know, it's envious of the flesh because we'd rather look after the flesh than the spirit. It's amazing. So, you know, God is trying to show us to, to turn away from all these fleshly desires that stop us taking on those desires and the, those things that the Lord wants us to do. He wants to replace those fleshly desires for spiritual desires, for all that lovely things of the fruit of the Spirit, for the, for the gifts of the Spirit, you know, to know that if we take those up, God cannot fail to prosper us. And we will prosper as our soul prospers. Shall we shall prosper in this land? If we got that as our soul prospers, we shall prosper in this land. So we, we've got to get our soul well fed and and in and, and spiritual in our in the way that we are and the way that we live and the way that we talk and, and all those things, you know. And I know it's tough. Don't look at me. I'm not nowhere near perfect, but I can see it. And I, you know, every time that I have these messages like this, then I know it begins to affect me. You know, I shouldn't be doing this, and I should be doing. And I'm not saying I'm 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 in in glory, in, you know, in glorifying sin at all. But we all have those little foxes that begin to nibble away at the vine, to the roots of the vine, until the vine gets weak. And we don't bother about Christ, and all we do is fulfill the desires of our flesh. No matter what it is, you know, you know how much time you spend on some things. He wants us to replace those with the heavenly desires, of the heavenly desires of our Father, our God, our Savior. His will for every person in mankind can then be done. Not our will. His will for each one of us. I know. I know it's tough. I've been there so many times. We're always looking for something to give us um, that that feeling of, of, of pleasure, that feel-good factor. You know, we're always doing it, and, and we even do things thinking, yeah, it's because I like it. Well, that should tell you. If it's, you know, if we can't pray and we don't study and we and we, we, we don't come to Bible studies and we don't come to church and, you know, and, and other things are more important, we know we're already off track. And so it's so important. It's tough, but we've got to begin to see that if we would let God have his way in our life, we'll have a feel-good factor every single day everyone has their personal things to do but you know and it's that their thing or their things whatever it is but i promise you there is no better feeling than being in the presence of god but saying all that we have a savior who is willing to help us he gave us his spirit when you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, he gave us the family name. When we were all baptized in the name of Jesus, that's the family name. It says, you know, the whole of heaven and earth is, is based on that family name of Jesus Christ. 
and so it's so important and he you know and he, he gave, he's give us that and so he give us the power of the name he's give us the power of the world he give us he give us the bible so we should know how to live and, and what to do it it's not complicated we see it and we're teaching it week after week and how we should be and the more we take it on the more that god will prosper our soul and the more use we can be and the more he wants to bless us it's it, it, it's incredible i think david um david vickers said last week in his in his um in his um exposition on 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 on, on finance on, on giving and he said isn't it amazing how when you look at people how those who give a lot seem to be more joyful and everything else and others that's what it is it's it's so simple yet we are in the world we're in this world and you know what's going on around us it's, it's dark and it's horrible and it's evil and and everybody's grabbing everything and it's all about self and you know and introverted now it's getting so introverted with all these all these things and the and the and governments are taking away the the basics of human life you know man woman family and they're just changing everything against god but you know we are in the world but what the lord told us to do is that when we received his spirit when we got saved we're on a journey that we're in the world but we now become not of this world that's what our jesus said just like he was was in this world but he was not of this world if he came today are you ready no wonder in the last supper in that last supper he gave his disciples a beautiful way to check ourselves to check are we ready are we on this narrow path to life hey is our name written in the book of life now wow it's not a hard job for us to check how we spend our time we know this we know this about about our time you know we've had so much you know in practical teaching on having diaries and setting our times out and and setting plans so we make sure we put time out for god and it's and you know and, it, and it's so important and the, and i know when you when when we're we're really busy you know we have to be more organized um to to make sure we don't waste the time because we haven't got much time and so so that planning our time for jesus christ is so important and um, that that we do so how much time we spend with the lord and and, and what is it that we are doing when we spend that time it's, it's really important for us to look at it but you we know we know in ephesians 5 you know 15 to 22 it, you know it begins to tell, tell us about the time and and what to do and what not to do so ephesians 5 starting at 15 see then that you walk circumspectly carefully not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil spending the time wisely therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation 
but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. It's so amazing. It's so wonderful the way that, that God, all these scriptures is telling us, come on, be careful with it. You know, if, you, if you're doing all these other things and not spending any time with me, how can your soul prosper? We've got to do what the Lord has asked us to do. You know, the, 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 the greater percentage of his scriptures, you know, is, is always instructing um, the world, no matter where they go, no matter what we do, no matter if it's good or bad, he's always given instruction to increase this and decrease that and do this and do that. And, and it's that that should, shall, shall get us ready. And that's what he's doing for our journey is to get us ready for when he, he, he comes back. And most of us here, we do know what we should be doing. You know, our prayers and studies, group or private study, witnessing, meeting together, supporting one another, teaching, giving to one another, um, saving the lost, giving, giving, giving. It's about us giving giving to, to to god you know and, and what he wants you know and giving to each other you know and it doesn't matter what which way you look at it luke 6 38 says this give and it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you. Isn't that marvelous? That's pretty incredible. Isn't God amazing? You know, whatever we give, you know, it'll be given to you. Good measure, you know, that, that's God. You know, if we give, God always gives us more. And, and what a deal. Who, who does that? There's only God that does that. You know, whatever you do, whatever you give to others in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever it is, you know, God's telling us here, I'm going to give you more. Isn't that fascinating? So the more we give, the more we get. It, it, it's amazing. And, you know, we've mentioned already that, you know, that the that, that, that fruit of the Spirit and this giving also refers to that. It refers to all those those wonderful things that we've got there. So the more love we give out, the more we receive back. And God loves us more. <laughs> the more commandments we obey, the more we show God we love him. And the more he will love us. And the more he will give us. And of course, we do know in all those things, there is no law against this. There's no law that stops the amount of things we receive from God. It's not a, no physical laws. So it is, it is so Im important. And you know, and, and when we, and when we look at, when we look at these things, it's so important. We understand that when the Lord says he's going to do it, he does it. We know what these fruits of the spirit is. And I'll, I'll, I'll just, Read it again because it, it is so important um, that we look um, at not only what they are, but the things before and the things after. Five twenty-two to twenty-five. I'm going to read Galatians. But the fruit of the spirit 
is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, self-control, that is. Against such there is no law. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? God is so willing to give us more of these. And the more he gives us, the more he wishes us to give out. It's fascinating. But listen, in 24, it does not give us an amazing instruction. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Isn't that amazing? God knows what we're like. But when we're Christ's, and he tells us to mortify the deeds of the flesh, it's so important that if we don't win our battle over our flesh, that we'll never receive all what God has for us. And, and I'm excited. It's got to be, make us excited. How much? How much can we get? How much can we do? How much Will, will, will God give us to do what we need to do? Well, I say that if it's in the will of God, he'll give us whatever we need to do what we need to do. That's God. He's the supplier of our needs. And if we want to do things extra, God will give us extra, etc., etc. We have no, no reason for not trying to do those things. But verse 25 also adds something to all of this. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So here we are again. It is definitely about being these spiritual creatures that, 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 that God wants us to be. You know, all this time that we have, um, he wants us to be, let his spirit move. Let it flow through us. Out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's the spirit, he tells us in John, 30, John 7, 37 to 39. That's the spirit that shall flow through us. And, you know, we feel that flow. It's amazing. It fills. It, it, even, it even excites our mortal flesh. It gives us the energy and, and the ability to do things, that, you know, and we've just got to be ready to be the vessels of Christ and stop trying to work out you know what's going to happen if I speak to this one or that one stop just see what happens and you know and then you'll 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 see God at work in your in your life we tend to try to overthink most things in this instead of just going in faith to do the work of the Lord that he's asked us to do it's, it's even the same as you're giving um, in your tithing and that you know stop just do it and see what happens. The only thing in the whole Bible, the Lord says, prove me, test me, test me that I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out such a blessing that your, that your barn shall not hold, hold it. And I shall rebuke the devourer, the one that's spending all your money. Hallelujah. Praise God. No law. No physical law that God can, you know, that God um, has to abide by to, to give to us. It is ama amazing. And of course, we, we do know we have that, we have that parable of, of, of the sower. And it, yet again, it just adds to it. It just adds to everything um, that, that we do. 
It's, it's just wonderful. And I, and I love it because, you know, we, we all ask God. We all ask God for blessings. We want him to do this and we want him to do that. And we, you know, save this and do this, God, and do that and, and all the rest of it, you know. And, 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 and all the Lord's saying to us, you know, when your soul prospers, I can prosper all these things. Okay, let's, let, let, let's go to it. Galatians 6, 6 to 10. One of the things that he tells us to be as well, you know, is to be generous, you know, be generous. It's part of the fruit of the spirit, that generosity, you know. And so who should we be generous to? Well, generous to everyone. It's not just finance again, but it's, it's everything here. It's everything we do. It's about being generous and giving the word out, being generous with our love, being generous with our joy. Isn't it marvelous? Generous. Because if God gives us his, we can't afford to be generous because the Lord is looking after us. It's, it's quite amazing. Galatians 6, and I'm going to start at verse 6. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Isn't that marvellous? Just that one verse there for any pastor, any teacher, who, whoever's trying to do these things, it's saying, him who teaches the word, you share in all the good things that you have. Isn't that amazing? So, you know, I, 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 I don't want your goods, I don't want your money, nothing like that, but what I would love you to share with me is, you know, is, 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 is those, those people you're witnessing to who are trying, so I can help you as well. That would be an incredible encouragement to me instead of me going on and on, which I know I do about put them on the list and let's do it. So that would be something I promise you would really help me as well. It would show your love for me as well as, as, as well as everything else. Okay, um, Kevin's read this today. So um, Kevin's really, ex will be really excited again. Um, verse seven, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So, you know, it's what you're sowing. You'll reap whatever you sow. And, and, and listen, God knows you. He knows everything about you. So, you know, we can't, the only people we deceive is ourselves. Oh, it doesn't matter to God. God doesn't need it. The church doesn't need it. You know, they don't need that. Who are we to make the decisions of God have no effect. So please don't mock God. You know, we've got to make sure we're sowing whatever is given us that uh, we can also reap the rewards of what we sow. Isn't that marvelous? Whatever we do, we reap rewards for the good and the generosity that we give to people for all, all the things that we can give you know, just even the joy and, you know, that, you know, that wonderful faith that we've got just to show people our faith, you know, we're giving out and then God will give you more faith. You know, I, mean, I think I said it last week, you know, people ask me what sort of a preacher I was. And, you know, I used to just say, I'm a faith preacher because I believe, I believe whatever God tells me he can do and will do if I just do my, my part as well. 
But verse 8, it begins to yet again just to show, show us again the difference between the flesh and the spirit. For he who sows to his flesh, to his flesh, will of the flesh reap corruption. So if it's all the joy and all the love for ourselves, and I know we've got to love ourselves, but not that much that we don't share what God has given us with others. So he who sows to his flesh will of flesh reap corruption. Well, don't forget, if we just spend our money on ourselves, that's all. If we're always just looking for how, what, what's going to please us and who's going to love us and who's, who's going to give us joy and where, where can I get this from, we're also sowing to our flesh. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Do you know, even in this world, God's already told us whatever we do, you know, whatever we do, whatever we, whatever we go out and sow, if it's, the, if it's God's things, then he's already he told us that, you know, he'll give it to us back, you know, pushed down and overflowing, you know, isn't that marvelous? So give God a chance. Give God a chance to show you how much more each one of us can give out and how much more. God will give us back. Verse 9 says this, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Here it is. We got, even with this, we're going to have a battle with, with the enemy. Of course we are. He doesn't want you to do good. He doesn't want you to send, spread peace and joy and hope, future, uh, talk about Jesus Christ and God and, and hell and heaven. He doesn't want to talk, talk, you talk to anyone about it. All these things we can do, just talk to people about love and, and your faith and your testimony and, 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 and be joyful that we're out of this world. Therefore, verse 10, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. There you are. Everyone. Everyone we see, good morning and smile at them. And, you know, I find out I, I went jogging this morning and there's quite a few people, dogs and everything else. And I'm running past going, good morning. You know, and, and people look at you and they go, oh, oh, oh good morning. You know, it's, it's just simple stuff. Let us do good to all. But listen especially to those who are of the household of faith. Isn't that amazing? He wants us to also focus, especially to those within our church, the household of faith, and, and the rest of those people. So important. <laughs> the spiritual things, you know, it, it's very easy to, to do things in the flesh, and you know, and I, I know that um, because... Uh, because I've done it. It's easy to worship, you know, just sing in the flesh. It's easy to um, give praise in the flesh, you know, oh, hallelujah, and wave, wave our hands um, and not re really mean it. It's, it's quite simple. But listen, when our thoughts change and when we begin to focus and realize whatever I do for God, I can enter into the spirit doing those things. It then takes away the pressure of trying to perform. It takes away the drudgery or the habit 
or the show that people put on to show, you know, to show others that, you know, how, how holy they are. If we could just visualize when we're teaching, when we're preaching, when we're praying, we're worship and praising that God is with us at those moments. It will enable us to see I'm doing what the Lord has asked me to do. And when we do that with joy and we do that with, with expectation that, that God is going to fill us and, and God's going to use us and we're not to worry about where we go and everything else, but just give what the Lord has given us and we give it out and then he replaces it by even more. Thank you, Father. Are we ready? Remember the giving. Give the love, give the joy, give the peace and the faith and, and show them your self-control and your generosity, um, knowing that it's God that saved you. It's God who wants to live in you. And the more that we give out to others, the more reward, more of all these fruits and more prosperity in, in, in everything, even the finance. I mean, God wants, God has got to get some Christians to prosper in the finance because he knows that people would not give. And so those, those who he, he blesses, he knows they will give because that's why they're blessed, because they've already given. It's so important. So we must sow in the spirit. We must see ourselves as these spiritual beings. We, you know, I have these crazy thoughts, and I love them. I love them. People say they're crazy, and I, I love it because, you know, I see, you know, sometimes when we're worshipping, I see angels worshipping around us. You know, and I love it, you know, and, and I visualize that, you know, that they're even, they're even above us, you know, the, and it says, you know, when, 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 when the shepherds were there and the archangel appeared, you know, you know, they were shocked, but then he said, suddenly the hosts of heaven appeared, you know, and I believe that. I believe that they, they and especially when we're in that spirit, I can see the angels looking at us going, yeah, look, there's those people full of his spirit. Look, listen to those. So remember to give and the Lord will reward us. And, and, and don't forget, by being more spiritual and seeing these things in a more spiritual way, we will sow into the spirit and reap not only in this world, but of course, the everlasting life that God has promised us. But whilst we're on this world, it's a, a great witness to others of what is happening to us. Can people look at us? Can they see the fruits of the Spirit? Do we evidence these outside of the church, in our homes, and family, neighbors, colleagues? Would they, have they noticed? Do they notice we're different? Because they ought to. Are we ready? We know the parable of the sower, um, and we know, uh, in the, you know that it's about in the natural and what it means um, for us in, in the spiritual. And it's so important, again, you know, that when we see these things, you know, we know that parable, you know, and it's um, Luke 8, um, 11 to 15, and we know that the seed is the word of God. And we know that, you know, that we've got four types of ground that it falls upon. One is the, um, is the hard ground, which is the, which is, you know, is the hardness of the heart. And then they, and they hear. It's amazing, those, those, 
and it's the, in the natural it's on the wayside where the where the ground is is, is hard where um you can't you can't plow up and people walk around um, but that's it it's important there are people who are hard hearted and it's okay we still give them the give them the word but the devil comes because that they're that hard they're that wrapped up in the world and it will take that word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved but of course um, those on the rocky ground and we know and they hear it they hear they receive the word with joy and we've had those people um, yet but having no root because they've not yet been established and taught you know by the church and not given that strength not done the bible studies not read the bible not got any reading plans etc 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 who believe for a while in time and then when temptation comes they just fall away you know, and then there's, there's another one. So all these is progression, isn't it? Hard, hard, rocky ground. Then the ones that's among the thorns. And so we know that when they've heard the word, they get choked with the cares and the riches and pleasures of life. And therefore they bring no fruit to maturity. Therefore there's two, even though they've heard it, they could even be saved. And yet because the world is more important for them, they never bring any fruit to maturity but the ones that fell on the good ground are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart keep it and bear fruit with patience some 30 some 50 some a hundredfold it's beautiful it's telling us again that look we've got to keep sowing it doesn't matter who we're sowing it to whether they want to hear it or whether they don't we have to make sure we're doing those things of, of, of the Lord um, to make sure that we are following what he wants. Are we ready if the Lord Jesus Christ comes back? And we also know that everything in this world, um, it reproduces. It's had its, it has its own seed to do that. So the more we sow into God's will, the more his will is he the more is his will to sow his will into more of everything we do so the more we do his will the more we can do his will it's it's it's, it's a marvelous way that he's taught us how to do it and so it is so important that we we look after this we become spiritual people the flesh um, is, 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 is definitely against um, the spirit. And so we know that's our battle. So how are we going to win it? And, and, and the Lord says we had the victory. We had the victory when the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on the, on the, on, on the cross. And so we have these plans. We, you know, we, we, all this, we have a church vision. We, we know this. And that vision of our church is, you know, and, and it is, it's just simple. It's the simplest vision. And yet it's what God wants us to do. And um, we were supposed to be seeking and saving the lost and making disciples. Well, you know, that's, that, that is it. That's a simple vision. But, you know, our mission is to be the, the laborers there because we are the laborers. He's, he's not going to do it on his own. It, and, he, and he'd give us this job as laborers so he could bless us. So for, through our work, what we do, he, he blesses and rewards his work. He, he's never not paid the workers. 
you know, and, and some of them will get, get paid more. Why? Because they work more? No, because it's, they've done what God has asked to do. It's so important, you know, and we know our mission is to diligently work and, and praying and sowing and watering and harvesting and doing all those and diligently putting the effort in so we can receive the rewards that Christ um, has got for us. And, you know, we have a whole, whole mass of stuff, don't we? You know, and even, 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 even today, you know, we're looking at it, you know, and the Bible tells us, you know, to deny ourselves and take up our cross. It tells us to mortify the deeds of the flesh and the lusts thereof. It tells us to serve the Lord, um, you know, and, and, and that he's, he's our master. It asks us to please him, please him by obeying his, love him by obeying his commandments. He, you know, he's asked us to go where, where he sends us, you know, daily to seek the lost, you know, and, and, and contact all those and, you know, to make these, these relationships with people so we can show them the Lord. And he tells us to love him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. To love our neighbours. And to love ourselves. To love the brethren fervently. To give up our life so he may have life in us. Are we ready if the Lord Jesus Christ comes back today? And don't forget if he doesn't, are we ready? if our time has come to be ended upon this earth. And none of us know when that time is. So we need to be like those 10 virgins where half of them have kept their wick ready and their oil lamp full for the coming of the Lord. And that the five kept it and five didn't. And when the Lord come, they were not ready. And they didn't go with the Lord. Father, thank you for the word today. Now help us, Lord. Only you can to help us, Father, to take in your desires. To mortify some of the fleshly desires that we have. To kill them, to take them off, Lord, so we can be those people that you see us, Lord. And I think that's marvellous, Father. See, it's marvellous how you can take anyone and make them to be these, these amazing people like the apostles and the disciples and, and throughout history, Lord. Amazing men and women who have done incredible things. But, Father, we need to start somewhere. So help us this day, I pray see what we have to do next, Lord, in our lives. Amen. <laughs>